What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Ed Robertson, hoping you're enjoying this special encore presentation of our conversation with actor, author, screenwriter, and U.S. Army veteran James McKeachin that originally aired in November 2014. This is Mike Connors. You are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with our guest James McKeachin, star Tenafly, First Monday, Matlock, The Perry Mason Mysteries, and other films and TV series. James is also the writer and producer of The Purple Heart, the true story of the discovery of a lost Purple Heart medal that also tells the story of our nation's oldest medal of valor. The Purple Heart is in pre-production. To keep track of the latest developments, go to thepurpleheartmovie.us, www.thepurpleheartmovie.us. US. Some of our listeners, they'll, they'll remember you for Tenafly. Other listeners, they'll remember you as playing Lieutenant Brock on the Perry Mason movies from the 80s and early 90s. Now, I know you, Perry Mason, th- those movies were produced by Dean Hargrove, and you worked with... Right, my friend, yeah. Yeah, okay. Thanksgiving, uh, I'll go to him for uh, Dean Hargrove has a, a, you know his reputation. <laughs> I, I will get him to help me in the producing side. Okay, well, you just you just answered my question because I wondered whether he thought of you when it came to casting that character, and it sounds like he might have. Uh, Dean Hargrove is a wonderful human being. Uh, every year since the, the old shows, all the Perry Masons and the Matt, Matt Lock, he did too, don't forget. Mm-hmm. And then don't forget he did combos. He's at a Christmas party or some party that year, and uh, the first thing that he's already called me for the Thanksgiving thing two weeks ago, as if I'm going out of town or something. He's a wonderful <laughs> hearing stories about, I mean, a lot of times when you do a television show or a movie, I mean, you work together for a certain amount of time and then you go your separate ways, but we, we like stories about case examples where there's friendships that are formed, lifetime friendships that are formed as a result of working on one thing or another. It sounds like that's what's oh, going on. I know exactly what you're saying. That's not you know, one of the first persons I went to after I finished the script uh, was Clint Eastwood, my old friend from, you know, whatever, and uh, I told him I begged, I said, Clint, I need help on this movie. Let me tell me that you will direct it. Tell me that you will direct it, and I can go to the studio and get the and they'll uh, let me shoot it. And he said, "Well, let me get finished with this picture that I'm working on." Uh, that was the movie with those. Oh yeah, the force, the force, uh, the four seasons, the four seasons. Uh, and then he finished that movie, and I called him, and he still never returned the call. And then I called him again, and then he's doing another picture. That I think it was called Stand Alone or something like that. Mm-hmm. Universal, Paramount, or whomever to say, listen, I got Clint Eastwood directing. 
but no, he has a return to call. A lot of things is timing and a lot of things, and I know this a little bit from my line of work. You got to stay on certain people. You know, you got you got to be persistent without being a pain in the you know what. And it's like that's an art form. I, I, I can assure, I assure you, I stay on top of it. I, because if you're talking about writing on the script, it's powerful. That's right. I, I, I have never heard of one that's as powerful as this that well, thing is. And again, you can find out more about the Purple Heart movie by going to the Purple Heart Movie dot U.S. Speaking of Perry Mason and Dean Hargrove, obviously, you know, Perry Mason was Raymond Burr. You'd worked with Raymond before on Ironside, and I think he even did a Kingston Confidential with Raymond. Uh, what memories do you have of working right. with Raymond? Well, you know, researchers. Most people won't even know he did that show, but I did that. Yeah. I worked with him, and uh, I like Raymond. Raymond was, uh, was uh, a good guy to, to, uh, to work with. Ah, there's a guy. He was still around. I could go to him and say, Raymond, I got this uh, thing that I don't want to do. And hell, he'd have been standing right in front. He'd have been like it as that. He'd say, whatever you need, I'm going to help you. Yeah, that's, that's what I understand. I mean, he was a very... You know, from what I know about him, he was a very generous, very giving, very loyal guy. Very, very. And and then, uh, Ed, you might know, be interested to know, I still talk with, uh, and I'll over a call now, particularly a Thanksgiving girl, with Barbara Hill, you know, who... Uh, Della, Della Street. Della Street. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah, well, and again... And she's I, like that. So we can have a little lunch every now and then, and uh, just, she's just like Raymond, just a sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I talked to Barbara a few months ago on the program. It was a delightful conversation. Did you tell her that I'm responsible for her career? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't she didn't she didn't tell me that. How are you responsible for her career? <laughs> if you talk to her again, tell her I was saying all these bad things about her. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Another person that uh, you've worked with uh, before is Sidney Portier. I understand that actors like to work with him as a director, especially because he understood what you guys do as actors. Oh, Portier is a class. This is nothing but a class act. I called him uh, uh, the other day, and of course, to a two director. You know, he, he ended up being a good director, but uh, Sidney just can't handle remember the dialogue anymore. Yeah. And I know that feeling goes back and all remember remember mine. Mm-hmm. But he's good at uh, but, but as I mentioned, he, and you know, when I did my play, I was going around the country doing my one-man play, who was one of the first ones sitting in the first audience at the theater here in Los Angeles there was old Sidney Poitier. Well, you know, it's just, plus, I understand that he was very good at keeping things calm on the set because a lot of, of some, some directors, they like to create, they're, they're manic and they like to, but the Sydney wasn't like that. Sydney kept things calm. No, Sydney, Sydney was a class act. Uh, we were down in Mexico shooting Buck in the Preacher and he was as calm as, as could be. Yeah. In fact, what had happened is that the director, whose name I won't remember, really was fired off of that, that picture and Sydney took over the reins. And you know, brought everybody back down to earth. Yeah. Well, he's a good, 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 good guy. Well, that's what you got to do sometimes. Of course, I understand you, you mentioned, you know, there comes a point where it's hard to remember dialogue. You should do what Raymond Bird did. I understand he was a master at using cue cards. Oh, he was. <laughs> Raymond couldn't remember hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, if you took that card, just took the, um, the teleprompter away from him, you were in trouble. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. he... I was amazed when I found that that out about him because he, he did it in such a way that you couldn't tell he was reading. I mean, he because he was he was in the. Car- it was amazing out here. The only guy that I thought could, that could have matched him as far as having that talent was mm-hmm. uh, you remember Jack Webb Dragnet? Yes, yes. But, uh, well, Jack always used the teleprompter, and Jack would make you use the teleprompter. 
That's right. And and uh, ja- and and Jack was really just the facts, man. And of course, Jack was responsible in, in a lot of ways for you starting your career because he cast you. In- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Uh, Jack was, uh, yeah, he was right there. He, uh, he was quite something, quite a really, really quite a, quite a guy. As was another guy who, well, he didn't use the teleprompter, but as, as far as loyalty goes, was the, was the, was the Duke himself. Was the, don't forget, you know, I worked with Ellen a couple of times. And would have been another time, but I uh, I was doing my pilot, and I uh, begged off. And I didn't beg off. I just said, I'm not going to do it. And, uh, and uh, the, the Duke didn't take that too kindly, so we didn't have ended up having uh, a drink again after that. Yeah, well, of course, I... I... He was a guy that you could have gone to, like, the, like trying to raise the funds and all that. I could have gone to him, and he would have done it. You know, even though he had the terrible reputation of being uh, a super right winger, which he wasn't, John Wayne was just for anybody that was fair, and I defy anybody to prove anything any different. Mm-hmm. He just he just loved this country. Yeah, and from what I know about him, yeah, I would if if he were around, yeah, I would think he would be he would be behind you in the production of the Purple Heart because it is, speaks to things that that really are at the heart. Uh, of what this country is about, because it is, it, and it, as, as you shared with us a little while ago, when you when when you read a little excerpt, you touch on the nature of war and you know why war happens and and what and what happens when 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 people from different backgrounds find themselves in an unlikely situation and what you need to do to bond together to get through that moment. Is there anything else about uh, the Purple Heart that you want to tell our listeners that I haven't asked you, James? No, except I promise you an incredible film, one that you haven't seen before, and an honesty and a truthfulness that you don't see in movies. James McKeachin is the writer and producer of The Purple Heart, the true story of the discovery of a lost Purple Heart medal that also tells the story of our nation's oldest medal of valor. The Purple Heart is in pre-production to keep track on the latest developments of the Purple Heart movie, go to the purpleheartmovie.us. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, this is Caroline Aaron, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station at the usual time. Our guests will include Christopher Fryer, co-author of many books on movies and television, including Jack Nicholson, The Early Field. 
hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, a reminder that both the digitally restored release of Jack and the Beanstalk starring Abbott and Costello and season one of the Abbott and Costello shows both of those titles are available now on Blu-ray through our friends at ClassicClicks.com. The annotated Abbott and Costello by Nick and the Maria due out later this year from our friends at McFarland Books. Finally, a reminder that Movie Land, the latest installment of the Eve Ronan mystery novel series by Lee Goldberg, Movie Land available wherever books are sold. You can follow Lee Goldberg at LeeGoldberg.com as well as Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. Ed Robertson, back for Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.